A Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. They're like a lovely little couple, except they're not. I loved our episode with Will Young last week. Thank you so much for all your... And why are you saying thanks? Uh, just because, you know, I booked Will Young. To oh, whatever, don't do this again. Thank <laughs> I you read for the all, book. Yeah, uh, whatever. <laughs> I read the book too. Thank, well, three quarters of it. Thank you to everyone for all your amazing comments. Don't forget, you can get in touch with us at any time. We're at Gain on Gay on Twitter and Insta, and you can join our listener group on Facebook. I have a bit of an issue, actually, Dan, that I want to bring up. I don't know why you were such a fan of, of Will uh, last week when we were interviewing him, because if you remember rightly, back in your lad band you were quite vocal about your disdain for Will Young. <laughs> right. Okay. Firstly, I'm not sure I, I presented myself. Whoa, 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 wait a second. I got a clip if you want it. I've got receipts, girl. Avril, Brittany, Gareth, Will Young busted. You're all fake. I will never be a part of your sick marketing dream. Marketing dream. Right. Okay. So. <laughs> I love firstly, this. Oh, just keep digging. Dig yourself a hole. Well, before, be we even get, before we even get into that one, I don't think I presented myself as a fan of, of Will Young necessarily. But you were definitely very polite to him. What do you want me to say? I mean, it's just a bit two-faced, isn't it? Uh, I mean, there you are talking about Chris Moyles, calling him gay and taking the piss out of him on air. Meanwhile, past Dan is doing the same thing. Avril, Brittany, Gareth, Will Young busted, you're all fake. Every night I have nightmares about the music that you make. <laughs> I mean, it's indefensible, isn't it really? Yeah, every time I hear you, it makes me want to scream. I will never be a part of your sick marketing dream. Now, presumably back then you meant sick as in awful, like it makes me want to be sick rather than sick as in, oh my God, you got such a sick marketing plan. <laughs> <laughs> sick marketing plan, guys. Great activation. Welcome to a gay and a non-gay. But I don't know what you I don't I don't know what you want me to say because obviously like that was quite a naive lyric. Wow. Oh my god, that is probably the closest we're gonna get to an apology, so maybe we should move on. But I just wanna say, you know, last week you asked Will, like, has Chris Moyles apologized for his rampage of homophobia? And I just wonder whether you would like to apologize for your rampage of calling Will Young fake. Not that anyone heard it, you know, only three well, people yeah, that's, went, that's, to, your, that's, went that's, to your live gig at the Sullerhole Library and Arts Complex in 2003. But would you offer Will an apology? Well, yeah, obviously, like, if he is listening, which he may... Which, well, which, let's hear that apology now. I'm sorry, Will. <laughs> Never heard you say sorry. Oh, my God. Praise be. Uh, taxi for Paul, back on the podcast. <laughs> Booming our pod. Tell your friends on your socials, tagging at GayNonGay and donate at GayNonGay.com slash donate. If saving more and spending less is one of your top goals for 2023, why are you still paying insane amounts of money every month for your phone bill? Right now, when you switch to Mint Mobile, you'll get their unlimited plan for 50% off. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash save. That's mintmobile.com slash save. Hurry, offer ends January 15th. 
Right, so it's World Mental Health Day on Saturday. Um, so we thought we'd talk about mental health. Yay! Now, we do this a lot on the podcast, and I think it's fair to say that Dan probably... I mean, how are you feeling about this? Uh, it would be good if there was, like, one day where we could where we talk about something else. I mean, that right. would be nice, wouldn't it? Wow, how offensive. How offensive. Um, away from, like, the, just the discourse, whatever you look. Like, mental health, mental health, mental health, yeah, mental okay. health. Yeah, okay. Well, that, we can get into but, that today, because what we're going to do is we're going to talk about mental health um, we're going to answer loads of listener questions. I'm going to answer some of your questions, Dan, about mental health. Great. To celebrate <laughs> Mental Health Day. And I say celebrate deliberately because I think it's something we should celebrate in a weird way because it's only ever talked about in the way you're discussing. It's always talked about like, oh, things are really hard for people. And of course, that's correct because, you know, it is depressing, literally. Um, but also, you know, there's another side to it where it's quite normal and I think we should normalize it. So we're going to do that on the podcast today. You know what? Actually, now we're on it, I do have a question that I want to ask. Right. It's okay. a bit, um, I'm not sure if I can ask it or not, though. Basically. Okay, just say it, Dan. In fact, actually, why don't we do a things Dan cannot say mental health special? Yes. So that, so that you can say it. Here we go. Roll the tape. <laughs> Things that Dan cannot say, things that Dan cannot say, he's on the wrong track, baby. Things that Dan cannot say, things that Dan cannot say, things that Dan cannot say, he's on the wrong track, baby. Things that Dan cannot say, I'm on the wrong track, I'm on the wrong track, I'm on the wrong track, baby. It's over, Dan. That Dan cannot say. Over to you. In um, recent times, it's become not the done thing to refer to people who uh, have mental health issues as being like crazy or mad or having lost the plot or being a nutter or any of these phrases that are quite, um, I don't know, they're quite enjoyable to say, aren't they? So what are we now supposed to say to refer to somebody who is a nutter? (laughs) Right, okay, hold on. I'd probably look at them and go, oh... I feel really sorry for that person. They've got, they've got something happening. They've got some mental health issues. The actual phrase I would probably use is that person is, you know, is a couple of sandwiches short of a picnic. Right. I don't think you can really. But why, why they like? Well, because you're trivializing something that's actually quite important by talking about it as if it's a sandwich and a, pic- a picnic. If I, if I say, oh, there's a guy on the bus, he had mental health issues. That's not really explaining the situation as well as... Oh, you know, the guy on the bus, he was a couple of sandwiches short of a picnic. No, you're saying... Which really like sums up the situation funny, yeah. better. No, you just want to say that because it's funny and you think you might get a laugh if you say to someone, <laughs> oh, there's a guy on the bus, there's a few sandwiches short of a picnic. Wee. Like, actually, why don't you just say, oh, there was a guy on the bus causing some drama because I guess he's got mental health issues. I guess so. It's not as fun, is it? Well, <laughs> no, it's not. But that's kind of the point. That's things that Dan cannot say. <laughs> Honestly, the constant the constant onslaught of of discussion about mental health makes me question whether there's something that I'm missing. Interesting. What like um, it's a party you're not invited to? <laughs> Is that what you well, mean? Well, yeah. I mean, it doesn't necessarily sound like it was it's a good party necessarily, but like, yeah, it's like, what am I? Do I have an, a condition that I don't know about? Because no, like, of course not. I think actually that's a really good point, though, and I'm sure so many people feel the same. Uh, the thing is, mental health that we all have mental health, right? That's just normal. That's obviously a thing that happens inside everybody's head. Uh, it's negative mental health or like an extended period of low yeah. mood that is the problem that people mean when they discuss mental health. I don't think it has been normalized because it's always coming from a place of we should talk about mental health, but no one's actually talking about it. Like people are ashamed to talk about the fact that they're on antidepressants. 
I've had so yeah. many messages from people saying like, wow, I can't believe you talk about it. But of course I talk about it as part of my life right now and everyone should just be being open all the time. And I think it's just a bit much, isn't it? When you see all of these media outlets and companies for want of a better phrase, jumping on the bandwagon of mental health to look like they're doing something when actually they're not potentially doing anything for their actual staff. Yeah. And that happens all the time with so many issues like pride and Black Lives Matter. And it's the same for mental health. People just want to look like they're doing the right thing, but are they? So when I say normalize, I guess I mean, like actually talk about it rather than just talk about how we should talk about it. If I did have a mental health problem and that was preventing me from going to work, there's no way that I'd say that because it'll be used against me. Right, um, because you think it looks like you're being weak, right? And that someone would then use that against you. Is that why? Yeah. That's actually what I'm saying about normalizing it because before I told anyone about my depression, even my mom, or before I came on this podcast and told you about it and how I'd had suicidal thoughts and, and before I told you or came out about the fact that I was on antidepressants, I thought this exact same thing. I was so worried it would mean that I wouldn't get a job or that I'd be let go from a job because people would think I was weak or that they would think I couldn't what? take on a responsibility because my mental health's not strong enough or whatever. And that is a valid fear. And since doing those things, I think it's led to, it, it's led to more happiness, I guess, if you can call it that, because I'm more honest with myself and everyone. And it's led to new opportunities to talk about mental health, actually, because I'm owning my truth. But you've got to ask yeah. for help if you need it. Well, we've had loads of questions anyway from listeners. As a person that's, you know, been depressed, I'm happy to let out all my feels. Okay. When you wake up, do you immediately feel sad? <laughs> uh, I used to, yes, all the time. I used to wish that I hadn't woken up. Okay. But I'd be like, oh God, am I still here? That was a familiar feeling for a long time. If you want a tip, I actually put a coffee machine next to my bed so that when I did wake up like that, I just had to press one button and that would be the start of my day. What triggers you feeling bad? Obviously big things, but also any super silly things like a sad animal. <laughs> a sad animal. Movies about conversion therapy make me very sad. <laughs> Talking about conversion therapy makes me very sad. Talking about Chechnya makes me very sad. Things like that. Is it embarrassing to go to therapy? <laughs> Can you stop doing this bizarre voice you're doing? It's not a bizarre voice. It's <laughs> it really is. It's like, like, I'm not asking this, a listener is. That's exactly what's happening. I'm not an actor. Where do you start? What's it like? How do they get you chatting? Are they judgmental? No, they're not judgmental because that's their job. They're judgmental of other people. I've certainly had moments with my therapist where I've discussed someone's behavior and they've been judgmental about that. And that normalizes my feelings, which is a good thing. You need people to support how you're feeling. So I've been told a few times, you know, no wonder you feel like that. That's valid. Every therapist is different. I think it's an amazing thing to have therapy. It's really difficult and expensive to go through it. Uh, I'm really privileged that I am able to do that and very lucky, but my mental health became so bad, I didn't really have another choice. And because the NHS isn't really something you can rely on for mental health as such yet, it made sense to save money from somewhere else and use that for my therapy. If you don't like taking pills, what can you do? People always say like, work out, go to the gym. That's not really a solution if you are already depressed because when you're really depressed, you can feel like nothing will work for you or that you're not good enough at anything. I tried doing the gym thing when I was really depressed and I just ended up crying because I couldn't pick up a weight. And that's just not, that's not a good environment to be in. So it can help prevent extended like low moods 
but I don't think it's a solution if you're already in a bad place. Are we done yet? <laughs> well, you wanted to bloody do it. So no, I know, no. but now I feel quite sad. Damn bloody moan. Wow. That was the episode. Uh, James wants to end it now because um, we were talking about depression and now he's depressed. <laughs> Shut up, that's not true. <laughs> Happy World Mental Health Day, everybody. I hope this episode helped. We're going to put some support in the episode notes, so please check it out. And if you have any questions, do not DM Dan because he does not want to talk about mental health again. Uh, so <laughs> send them over to me. Our Twitter and Instagram is at GayNonGay. Find us on your socials at GayNonGay. Listen at GayNonGay.com or just search NonGay on your fave pod app.